Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Okay, here I come. There I am. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. This is the interview series presented by WFPK and WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks, as always, for making your way here and, and checking out the series. Uh, I do hope, if you're not already, that you hit that subscribe button. Uh, I put out three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can do so at iTunes and Apple Podcasts at Spotify, Podchaser, Audible, Red Circle, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with, and that's me, I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, talking with Neil Giraldo. Uh, Neil is a songwriter-producer. He's also a husband and main songwriting partner to Pat Benatar. They are being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's been a long time coming, so we're going to be talking about that, as well as his thoughts on the Class of 22 and the background players that he says uh, should also be getting their due. Uh, Neil's going to go on to talk about assumptions and judgments we make towards artists uh, giving back to the musical community and his advice to younger musicians as well. We're also going to hear about the musical, the new musical that he and Pat are working on that reimagines Romeo and Juliet using Benatar's songs, uh, as well as injecting complex uh, rhythms into songs like We Belong, uh, just to challenge pop radio audiences. It's all that and more. It's Kyle Meredith with Neil Giraldo. <laughs> Great, Kyle. How are you? Hey, I'm proud of you. You know why? You What's pronounced that? my last name right. A lot of people forget the R. I don't know why they Gerardo. I don't know. Gerardo. Oh, okay. Yeah, You're let's say. Uh... on that. It's a tough one. <laughs> well done. It's all downhill from here. I'm sorry about uh, anything <laughs> we, else that that's I a do, good so. t- That's a good, good place to start. Thank you. <laughs> Man, it is such a pleasure to meet you and talk to you on here. Um, I know we've got a lot of things to talk about, and we're going to get to about a, a musical and, and, and everything else. But uh, I, I still want to start because um, you and, and Pat Benatar, you're going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, this year. You're part of the, uh, the 2022 class. This might be one of those abstract questions, but, but what does this mean for you? Well... Um, yeah, you know, this this rock hall question has been around for many years, right? So truthfully, there's never really a, 
<laughs> a good or bad answer to, to say with this, but other than the fact, it is an honor. It is an honor that uh, it's going to be happening. Um, I like to say this as well, that um, nobody goes in alone. It's it's really, you know, there's an old saying. It's an old saying that, that I've lived in. It was a mantra I used in the beginning with all bands and things. You could be, a, a, you know, what you can accomplish by not caring about who gets a credit is really the truth. It really is. And that, you, I live by that. And I've always done that with, throughout the record uh, recording process of everybody I work with. So, so, you know, there's difficulties in accepting it just on your own because you want to bring everybody that you've ever had make noise with you, make record with, you know, so... Like I said, there's never a good, good answer or a bad answer. I am honored. Honored. Uh, what do you do when you you write your first song and have it recorded? Are you worrying about uh, accomplishments? No, you're you're worried about having a career. You don't even think about it, right? So, but it is an honor, it really is. It's uh, we are very grateful for that. It, it's a good class. I, I should say it's a good class too. I mean, you guys are going in with what uh, Eurythmics and Duran Duran. I just I would just had Simon on here talking about that. Uh, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Judas Priest, among many others. Dolly Parton, Eminem. Yep. Do you, uh, is there is there any point? Like I don't know how close you are with any of these artists, if at all. You have friendships, but in in my dream world, there's now like a, a group text that's been started. That's uh... <laughs> no, there's no group text. You know. It, it, you know, the thing with the musicians, too, is that it, uh, there's all these impressions. I try to teach uh, our daughters things about impressions. I have this thing, assumption plus judgment equals X, right? Because you see some people assume what you are, and then they judge you accordingly. It's sort of like human nature, right? So how many times do you think the percentage of that is right? Just take a guess. Right. It's it's probably not often. It's Right. No, not often, right? You you assume something, you judge, right? So so I don't assume anything. I don't judge anything other than I've met so many people and so many people are exactly the same as you. And it's it's all the same. You know, people are, are, are thoughtful and kind and they're musicians. So we're basically in a can of wacko anyway, right? So that's one thing we can get along with. So, you know, I... It, I, I look forward to meeting uh, meeting them. Eminem, I, I love I love what everybody has done. I mean, I I, I listen to everything, you know. So well, I, I'll ask this one based on the artistry, then, not on the personality. And and you may not have an opinion on this, but um, because we're here and we're doing this, yeah. Uh, it, do you have that? Do you have that opinion of who deserves who? It's criminal that's not in the rock hall yet. Oh, I, I do, I do, but I don't know if it's it's uh, segregated to just the rock hall. In other words, you know, all the great musicians that are unknown, that without that do 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 do, you know, without those things, where is that song? I, I mean, of course, it's still going to be there, but there's so many unknown great great players that impacted so many great records for so many people right so that's the that's the criminal part of of that uh of not including them i think it would be cool if they they broke it down in the segments you you know you got the artist thing then what about those musicians part i know there's certain uh hall of fames for that you know songwriting hall of fame and you know musicians but wouldn't it be cool to be in that rock hall umbrella Right. That's that's my feeling. Um, that's what I see, because I I know how hard a lot of these musicians work and I know what they contribute and producers that don't get the credit. Uh, I mean, it's 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 uh, that's a shame. So that's my that's my answer. 
when you when you get those type of things, you're right, because you'll hear of these amazing musicians like, oh, my God, they were on all of those records. Jocko played bass on how many records, you know, it's like, what, you know, what, what has that become its own thing? I hadn't thought of that actually Correct. in that way, but uh, you're, you're completely true. And, you know, or just a section of it, you know, a section where we specifically pick these people, uh, you know, alive or, or not, you know, it's just important that they're in there. I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm involved in, in a foundation I started. Well, many uh, give back programs. Do, do you realize how many people don't even have tombstones? Like Sun House didn't even have a tombstone. The, all these things are important, you know, and people need to be recognized that without the pioneers, none of us would exist, period, period, you know? So, yeah. Well, is that one of the things you do with the, the tombstones or is that just a random? That was, yeah, no, yeah, that was early on with the Blues uh, blues Societies through a spirits company I started called Three Chord Bourbon. I, I, and then I started a foundation, a separate foundation that it just uh, started about two months ago, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, just the beginnings of it. So, yeah, it's a give back program. I, I have a, you know, I'm very thankful. My father taught me how to be gracious and have gratitude uh, in all things in life. And, uh, I really want to give back to those people that work so hard that, that people don't recognize. It's very important to me. Very important. That is absolutely beautiful. So uh, thank you from all of us fans of making sure that that flag is being wa uh, waved, woved. That's good. <laughs> waved. Yeah. Woven past, present, and future. Yeah, it's, all right. it's all right there. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines, some of them, work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lil Tullest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. You're listening to Kyle Meredith with Neil Giraldo. So I, I feel like I probably know the answer to this, considering everything we've talked about. But but at least with, with when you when you when you have the rock halls, something like this, that's looking back at your all's career, you know, over 40 plus years right here. I mean, is there that moment for reflection, even when you're just thinking about what songs are we going to play? Does that, does that sort of, do you open that door at all? Um, uh, sort of and sort of not really truthfully. Um, I know we have a time limit speaking of songs. So we're, you know, eight and a half minutes. So we got to figure out what is it? Three songs. Is it two songs? Uh, you know, so, um, and, uh, yeah a lot of things go in like who who's going to be the presenter oh you know what you know that's it's it's not complicated but it is busy it's a busy thought process right the other thing too that a lot of people don't understand about uh let's say patricia and i with this is that we were partners from the very beginning like the very very beginning and in so many ways uh people never knew what we really did so they never understood so back to that back to the assumption plus judgment they thought like, there's a singer. This is for you. This is a funny thing that I, I don't even know how many years after, maybe five or six years after we started, people would come up and say, you know, that Pet Benatar is a hell of a guitar player. Did you hear? I mean, they had no idea that I wrote songs, produced records, nothing. They had no idea. Um, so uh, this is kind of cool because people that are out there that young musicians can under, this is what I want to give to them. I want them to understand that do great work, do the best work you can. Don't worry about the accomplishments in it. Just do the best you can and, and live with that. And in the end, when truth is exposed and people actually understand what when there's integrity involved and when you speak the truth, it means a lot to people. And you can live that life. I'm still looking for Hank Williams somewhere that's in his basement somewhere. I'm telling you, I'm looking for that person. I know they exist. They have to. I would so, like to think that that person still exists in, in, in this era, because you're right. Yeah. That's it can be very easy to, um, I guess, to get cynical about that, you know, sure. especially as we get I get older, you know, we, everybody gets older that I think that sort of starts to naturally come in. Like, where's the purity? Where's the realness? Where's you know, it's. Yeah, you know, but then you think about rock music, you think you're, that music's supposed to piss your parents off, you know, so now I'm like a grandfather, you know, so now what am I doing, pissing off my grandchildren, <laughs> you know, hold on a second, no, they're pissing me off, That's but that doesn't happen, they're too cute, they'll never do that. <laughs> That's great, well, you are staying busy, and you are still doing interesting things, uh, let's talk about this musical, Invincible, the musical. Yes. Uh, which, um, I, I want to let you get the setup on this, but here we have the story of Romeo and Juliet's. 
sort of classically, but but it's different, right? So what what's what's what is the idea? Okay, it's reimagined. That's important, uh, and it's not a jukebox musical because I I wouldn't do a ju- jukebox musical because I just didn't want a collection of old songs that were done exactly like they were presented in a story. So what was exciting about this was to be able to do uh, the reimagined version of the story of Romeo and Juliet using our songs, but differently arranged, orchestrated differently, even a little twist and some melodies, just a little bit here and there, just to just to get a little bit deeper and get off course a little bit. Right. And some new songs. I think we have five or six new songs in there as well. Right. Uh, So we tell the story of Romeo and Juliet with a twist, a lot of twists and turns. But it's dark, it's powerful, and uh, I love it come being the orchestrator and ranger with this because I'm able to kind of, I don't want to redo what I've done the same way. That's not me. I already did it, right? So what I want to do is if I can open it up and explore and try to do some of the things that I would have done if I was doing them right now instead of back then 40 years ago or so. It's exciting to me. You know, a lot of different rhythms, which I love. I base everything on rhythm first. So I, I, I just, it's having, I'm having a fun, fun time with it. We're having a good time. It's a long time to do one of these things. It doesn't, it's not overnight. It's like seven years. I think we've been doing it. So it's great. Well, that's, you know, you talk about the twists and turns and, and it being a reimagining, you know, one of the lines I read about, you know, you've got, um, you've got a figure here who's destroying progressive resistance and, I don't know. I guess I should ask what attracted you to this version of it. And, and is there a reflection, you know, in, in modern time reality, however you want to say that? Yes, because it, you know, it, it reflects to, to the political world strong, strong, because you got the Capulets and the you know, Montague. So you have two different societies growing in a, in a, in a really apocalyptic world. Right. So, so there's not a whole lot. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of similarity sadly you know but but in the end um and i can't tell you what happens but but there there is an understanding in a, in a resolution so to speak and you know that's and when you tell a story here's a, another part which was interesting and a lot of people have been coming up to us like that is this is that the songs fit the storyline so great it's almost like they were written at the same time it's really really interesting the other thing that's cool too is People may think they're all just the hits. They're not. There's a lot of songs that were album songs that people, when they hear them, are going to go, what song was that? When was that a hit? Because it's that powerful, right? So, so I mean, that's what you got to do, though. I mean, I mean, I guess that's the obvious question is, you know, how you pick your songs. Like, what, what did you did? Did these songs find their way in because you found that they sort of talked with the story? Correct. They followed the storyline pretty pretty amazing i had a song disconnected in there that you know it wasn't a hit but boy it fits in it explains it so well there's a song called brave super super powerful song ballad that it was incredible and was lost in one of the records early on uh untouchable uh, kingdom key another song which was kind of kind of lost as well yeah, it's it's pretty amazing how it works. Yeah. Well, I'd love to hear at least a little bit about the the new songs you wrote for it too because we get new songs. Yeah, there's new <laughs> it doesn't songs, happen yeah. all the time these days, you know. <laughs> so, so I mean, what can you tell me about these new songs? Just anything. Well, that I can tell you is that they followed. They were written knowing what the story is and applied in right. So there's it's like this. I think there's five or six. Whether all those five or those six exist in the full 
version in the play. I'm not certain they will be included in the whole scope of music post play, right? So, uh, I mean, I could tell you titles, but you could kind of go, what does that mean? It doesn't <laughs> it mean anything. anything. <laughs> it doesn't mean you know, I guess talk about more about styles, but that was going to be my question is like, are, are there plans to record this? Do you, does this become its own album at the end of this all? Correct. Correct. Yeah. And the fun part for me, uh, because uh, through Patricia and I's career in this particular entity, though I've done many, many things outside of what we do together, but in this particular entity, uh, in pop music, I like to really challenge the audience. That was really important to me, not dumb them down. So by doing songs like We Belong and Love is a Battlefield, where we're complex rhythms, different types of things that people weren't used to hearing, uh, I like the clutter of that. It's not clutter. I'm using clutter as a positive term, not a negative one. Like the clutter of having these different elements of, uh, of production of instruments, right? So now with this, I can say, okay, here's my orchestra, trombone. Where does trombone fall in anything we've ever done? Ah, that's a question you ask. Where does baritone sax live? Ah, funny you ask. Wait until you hear that. It's not just guitar driven. That's the last instrument I'm putting on is a guitar. Everything else, if it's strong and the depth of rhythm is going to exist, guitar is going to be added at the end. That's how I, that's interesting. That's where that energy is going to come from. Yeah. So if, if we were to look back at all uh, within your discography to find a thread, it sounds like maybe true love uh, was probably the closest thing to maybe some of this. You just you get to use so much instrumentation on that, I guess is what I'm getting to. Correct. No, it wouldn't be that. I know you mentioned that because it was the big band and the blues yeah. the sound with the trombone. No, I'm talking about the trombone being used uh, more as like a voice uh, rather than a than an ensemble. Right. I see. I see. OK. And you are you familiar with the band Morphine? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you got Big the baritone sax with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tremendous. Right. You know how nasty that is? Right. You know, that, that's a nasty sound in there. So imagine that with a bunch of rhythms and crazy kind of things going on. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Strings, uh, dissonance. I want dissonance. A lot of dissonance going on. Oh, I'm in love with everything you're saying right now. And this is. <laughs> yeah. and, and here's the other thing I want to do is I want it's, I want musicians to play outside their zone. Uh, again, something that may not be totally correct in what you're supposed to do. But as long as it it creates that intensity, in other words, I'll give you one quick example and we'll get off that. It's a cello. Beautiful cello lines when they're played legato are beautiful and they're really sad and everything. But there's a whole part of that cello that doesn't have to be legato lines that are going to really speak. And you imagine that with a sax, a baritone sax, you're going to create some serious energy. Yeah, I cannot wait to hear some of this stuff. So for for anybody who gets to watch it, like uh, when are you all doing this and and where is it? It's going to be at the Wallace Theater in Southern California. And I think previews start right after Thanksgiving. I don't know the exact days. I think there's a week. Uh, Jamie probably knows more than me. There's a week. And then the, we do a month and a half. And then we may have a continuation after the first of the year, too, as well. So November 22nd. There you go. There's Jamie. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. hopefully at some point this gets taken on the road too, but wouldn't that be great? I would, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the goal is to get to Broadway and then yeah. on the road, yeah. right on. Well, Neil, I'll certainly be uh, hoping for that as well. Uh, Thank in the meantime, um, like I said, it's, it's just so cool to see. It's so cool to see what you all have done to the musical landscape over this entire time. Uh, you know, and I tie that back in with the, uh, the rock hall thing. It's so completely deserved. We're all such big fans. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk, man. This has been such an honor. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for having me. It was fun. <laughs>
My thanks to Neil Giraldo and congratulations to he and Pat Benatar on the uh, on the Rock Hall induction. Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode. Uh, hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the full series. Three interviews a week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, Audible, Red Circle, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, anywhere you like to get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with... Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. An hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence, they've got your music and film news. You can also find me on the uh, the old social media spots, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All three of them, it's at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's a lot of new little things. <laughs> it's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.